Hi, my name is Esther, and today we'll be talking about a Thanksgiving day that turned out to be a Thanksgiving nightmare. Keep listening to find out what the hell happened. Hi, welcome to What the Hell Happened. I am here today with Alice. Hello. Mr. Lockwood. Hola. And Alice's husband, Buck. What up? I like that. Good to have you guys. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for coming. And because we have all these wonderful guests, we are actually doing our Thanksgiving special. Yay. I feel bad because I didn't bring a pie. And you bring a pie to Thanksgiving. Next time. Next time I'll bring a fucking pie. Yeah. You better bring a pie. You guys excited about Thanksgiving? We're all getting ready. We are. You guys know we bought a new house and Thanksgiving has always been there because it was my grandparents' house. Yeah. So yeah. now all that pressure's on me and I can't even cook a fucking turkey. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of like, what kind of Chinese food goes with Thanksgiving? Because that's what we're ordering. Duck. Goose. <laughs> well, would you guys like to hear a story? Absolutely. Yes. yes. All right. Wow, that was a resounding one. Yeah, I decided I'm going to try and be a little less monotone. You're doing great. (laughs) You're doing it right now. I'm really trying hard. Because nothing says the holidays like a heated debate, today we'll be talking about a Thanksgiving day that turned out to be a Thanksgiving nightmare. Is there like any statistics for the percentage of Thanksgiving dinners that result or end up in a murder? That's a very good Mm, question. I would like to know that. I was kind of hoping you already had the answer to that. Well, you think we do research around here? I guarantee you there'll be some uh, you know, Huffington Post piece on this or something. Oh, for sure. Kind of hoping that you already had that in your head. I don't have things like that, that you in my were, head. you were ready for that question. I felt like that was something you would know. How would I know that? Because you know everything. That's something you'd have to know about all of the people on Earth and their murdering habits yeah. on Thanksgiving to know that. Run-of-the-mill assaults spikes in domestic violence, a 20% increase for Thanksgiving. Definitely. Mostly just people dying in cars Oh. due to the holiday spirits. Well, I'm guessing holiday spirits and, the and more now. driving. Most of it's just like accidents, but 20% increase in domestic violence. Hmm. That's interesting. That probably means there's a 20% increase in murders. Could be. But the number of people murdered on just one day is probably not that many. And, and out of that 20%, I wonder how much of that was in-laws. I feel like it would be a lot. Yeah. I mean, I just remember my family, the stress level when I was younger still is. It's still I just like don't that. care anymore. <laughs> but it was so high. No, you're just capable of leaving when it happens well, now. Yeah. I think it's fun to do. I don't understand. It's like, yeah, we like cooking Thanksgiving. Just make some dinner. food and people you come over and eat it. You guys do it differently too. Yeah. You I guys mean, make all the food and have people over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they bring, His fam- they bring some Buck's stuff. family does the same thing. Grandma would make all the food and everybody would show up. We do that. We do all the main potatoes, noodles, turkey, stuffing, and then people bring like pies and... Polish chili. I'm sure that's a regional thing that we around here eat that no one else is like, green bean casserole. What the hell is that? It's on your French's onion can. Yeah. Actually, my family refuses to eat it. I'm the only one that eats it. It's good. I don't like it. And the reason that we call it Polish chili, this comes from my family, 
is that when we were younger, my brother refused to eat the green bean casserole. He refused to even look at it. So my dad started calling it Polish chili because my brother likes chili and then he would eat it. So that's why we call it Polish <laughs> chili. ridiculous, yeah. but I love it. We convince our children to eat things. Oh, right? yeah. Angie's the worst. Yeah. What does venison mean? It's ground beef. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the holidays. I was cooking something the other day, and she goes, what kind of meat is that? I said, it's ground meat. She goes, oh, okay, cow. Tommy goes, yep. <laughs> it was his deer. <laughs> I'm glad that you've got him trained just to agree to get oh, her to eat he it. He totally did. He's just like, yep, yep, yep. that's ground meat. Yep. <laughs> he wasn't lying, technically. I am just going to put a trigger warning out there. We do have audio in this episode, and it is disturbing, and it is of sensitive subject matter. So if you were easily affected by such things, go ahead and skip this episode. We will not be upset. But if you are not too bothered by that kind of stuff, strap in. This is a crazy one. Also, please note... We do joke and poke fun in our episodes, but we only do so at the expense of the criminals, the cops that mess up, never at the expense of the victims. If this is not for you, we understand, and it is fine for you to skip our murder episodes and listen to our time-traveling episodes or our cryptid episodes. We would not be mad at you for that. So, that being said... This story begins with a man named Byron David Smith, and this story takes place in 2012. He would be a villain in a movie. 100%. He's got the face of a guy that goes by three names all the time. But he'd be like one of those white-collar villains, you know, that's like Mr. CEO, evil CEO guy. Oh, yeah, he's going to murder you and raise your taxes for sure. Or a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got kind of a Willem Dafoe look about him. Uh, mean, I don't like, think really that's ugly? fair to Willem Dafoe. <laughs> to <be honest. laughs> it was a little shitty, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like Willem Dafoe, but he's... Me too, but he's ugly. He's an ugly man. <laughs> face for radio. But he's so expressive <laughs> that he, he gets around the ugliness. I mean, that's he's, right. he's great at his art. Don't get me wrong. He's great. But... Wow, he makes a lot more money than we do. And I'm ugly as fuck, and I don't make any money. So. No, I don't either. Me either. Maybe we should get real jobs. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Smith was a 64-year-old retiree. He had retired from the U.S. State Department as a security engineering officer. He is an evil CEO guy. He is. In real life. He kind of is. And he was known to travel internationally. He was responsible for protecting U.S. embassies from such things as espionage and terrorists. He also was an Air Force veteran and had served in the Vietnam War. He has all the makings of a killer. No, I mean, as far as this is concerned, he seems like a pretty upstanding guy. Is there any mention of what he did in the military? It just says he was an Air Force veteran Hmm. and he he served in the Vietnam War. So he's got a list of things that are pretty admirable going on. He's a deep stater. I'm going to switch the picture because I feel like he's staring into my soul right now. So there's another oh, picture. Oh, that didn't help. That did it? That looks like he's staring into your soul without any pants on. <laughs> You're right. It's only the top part of him. It doesn't look good. Like he secretly has no pants on in that photo. Is that what his eyes are telling you? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, the other one was clearly his work. 
Yes, he had picture. A, yeah, yeah a suit this is on. definitely the play. And picture. this one is definitely this. Well, you know, are those record albums behind him? Yeah, these are my albums, and here is my wiener. That's yeah. what that photo <laughs> says. Man. So he lived in Little Falls, Minnesota. Smith never married and lived alone. His mother had passed away about three years prior to this story. I, she may have lived with him. It kind of seemed like yeah. he took care of her from what I listened to. and He's probably got money because never married. Probably. Worked in cybersecurity. Yeah. Full government pension. He was high level. Probably made a lot of money. I feel like he was pushing a desk somewhere. Yeah, but he probably made good money. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that first suit he had on looks pretty nice. Yeah, less rapey than that second outfit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. <laughs> And he lives on a river, so he's got one really high mark on his serial killer qualification list. You just dump him in the backyard. I'd be fishing every day. I mean, that's gorgeous. Fishing and murdering. Well, no, I wouldn't murder anybody. Oh. I'd, I'd no. fish. Well, yeah, you'd be pulling fish out and but dumping like bodies a, yeah, in. Yeah, you got to. No, but you don't chum the water with humans. Not you usually. Well, not, not in a river. <laughs> you should see how good it works. Well, next time we go camping, we'll see what happens. <laughs> So, uh, yes, I did a little Google Maps for you guys so you could kind of see where his house is. And then this is a picture of his house. This is the garage, but the rest of the house is nicer. It doesn't have to be nice to have money. No, no, I'm just saying, Link, it's actually not... Pretty dumpy. And it really is. It's not as little and dumpy as it looks from the garage Mm. side. I don't know. Little and dumpy and on a river, man. That's the dream right there. <laughs> yeah. I could we know that. that's yeah. your dream. I could do that. Yeah, it wouldn't be bad. It's a good way to live. In October 2012, Smith reports that he has had a break-in and burglary. This is the latest of a string of burglaries that have occurred in the last few months. Among the things taken previously were money, thousands of dollars in cash, according to Smith, a watch that was Smith's father's that he had gotten after being a prisoner of war in World War II, ribbons and medals that Smith had received in the Air Force, a few firearms, and some jewelry. Seems like half normal things to steal and half things that, like, why on earth would anyone take? Yeah, yeah. the ribbons you can't, and medals, like, hock I mean, it. you're not getting a whole lot of cash You're not going to get anything. No. And those are just more sentimental to they someone, yeah, you know? I mean, you're decorated from what you did in the service. That's your, yeah. your right. thing. You know what I mean? Like, Unless it was personal, that'd be the only reason it yeah, takes I mean, stuff. you could give it to right. your kids or something, and they yeah. would appreciate it. But, yeah. Right. But I mean, that, the money, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But guns. right and allegedly money, right? Money and guns were, I think, what um, Smith was upset about the most was the money and guns. I'm, I mean, I'm sure the watch from his father was important too. Yeah. So this picture I have up here now is from one of the burglaries. Like I said, he had been burglarized a number of times in the previous months and even years, he claims. And this was one of the prior ones. They actually kicked his front door in and broke the door panel. That's normally how they do it. This is a picture of a broken door. It's kind of shitty to kick in the door and break the window. Just break the fucking window and reach in and unlock it. (laughs) Right. Like, why are you going to break my jam, too? Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'll replace the glass but why do you got to fuck up the whole frame (laughs) just to break the glass and then reach in and unlock the damn thing don't Mm. break buck's jam no just (laughs) break the damn window and let yourself in well no we got Uh uh-huh so maybe it's a key a key lock on both sides so it's not like you're going to reach in and unlock it so then you have to kick the door in so then you have to break the glass (laughs) and kick the 
So, I, uh, so okay, <laughs> I stand corrected, okay. Well, you know what? That one there, yeah. that's got a deadbolt on it right there on it the does. bottom. It's a key. If it's a latch or a key on both sides, they have both. That's a key on both sides right there. But you can only see one side. Yeah, but that's the inside. Oh, no, that's, that's the, the outside. outside. <laughs> okay, never mind. You're wrong uh, about something? <laughs> but if you look at the size of the hole, I'm 300 pounds, and I could have made it through that window. You think? <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of bacon grease, but I'll get through that. I feel like those are, you know, that's like a very retro door. It's got the three squares mm -hmm. that yeah. go down the center mm -hmm. of the door. None of us are fitting through that door. No, there's no way. <laughs> I don't think I would fit through that door. One foot. Those are one foot windows. Yeah. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 18 inches. <laughs> Can you get through an 18 inch hole? Oh, I'll show you. <laughs> we got a challenge yeah. when this is over. I'll get the oil. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet you in the garage. <laughs> all right. So after all these break-ins and in light of the current break-in, Smith had installed security cameras around the outside of his house. And he also started carrying a loaded gun while inside his home. He says that he felt threatened and was prepared to defend himself and his home. He was very good at security due to his previous employment history. Clearly, super good at it. Well, he got robbed six times. <laughs> yeah. Right. Carrying a loaded gun around your house is incredibly reasonable. That yeah, everybody I don't know in why America, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, everybody in America should do well, that. Well, yeah, I mean, he'd been broken into a lot. So did he live in a bad part of town? Well, he's at the end of the run next to the river there. Yeah, but the other houses don't look bad. So he actually gave his exact address in the police interview that I listened to. So I, I Google mapped his house. I was trying to get a street view, and it would not let me pull up a street view. All it would give me was that aerial. But the aerial looks way better than that than one. That. Right, that that's what showed. I'm saying, and I don't think that, and we're going to see some video footage later where you'll actually see multiple parts of his house. Did it say whether or not he was home for any of these break-ins? Yeah, he was out for all of them, because a lot of them, he said he would run to the store, he'd be gone for an hour and come home, and his house had been broken into. Allegedly. Uh -huh. Allegedly. <laughs> so so yes. somebody's, in the event that they are breaking in, somebody's just like standing at the edge of the river. Casing. Fishing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. waiting for this motherfucker to leave. Right. And they're like, oh, I'll just kick the shit out of his door and take stuff that's not going to mean anything to me. Right. Yeah. And some cash that does mean something cash to Cash and guns. Yeah. I mean, that's oh, Cash valuable. and guns are essentially the same thing. But because, you would yeah. think, like, once somebody stole his cash and guns, two things. A, you wouldn't keep that in the house anymore. The or cash. safe. Right, or get a safe, and B, the people who keep coming back, like, didn't they already steal all your cash and guns? What I was are just they stealing? Like... <laughs> yeah. And I have to say, I do know that older people tend to hide sums of cash in their houses. Everywhere. We do not. Um, I mean, I have, I have money in my wallets, but I don't have, like, thousands laying around my house, you What's know? What's cash? But if he yeah, dealt exactly. in espionage, come on. This dude is not smart enough to handle the job that he had. I agree that things aren't jiving. His picture and his, you know, resume sheet versus his <laughs> yeah. house and the things yes. that are happening to him don't seem to match. Not at all. He does say in, in the police interview that this house was a house that he was working on renovating, but... I'm going to show you some more pictures in a little bit. Um, I don't know how he'd be renovating these, and you'll see why when I show you the pictures. So, On Thanksgiving Day, November 22nd, 2012, according to Smith's police interview statement, 
At noon, Smith says that he's in the basement and he's reading in his chair. The chair that he was reading in is in this picture. It is the one sandwiched between the two bookcases. It's that brownish burgundy red one. That's the Montauk chair. <laughs> it's definitely not the Montauk chair. You absorb chair. knowledge when you sit in that chair. Um, because it's sandwiched between two bookcases? Yeah, how could you yeah. not? Yeah. You so look, many books around you. Look you look left, there's knowledge. You look right, there's knowledge. Something is going to soak in. Yeah. You fall asleep there. Maybe you wake up smarter. <laughs> right. I feel like I need one of those. <laughs> Everyone needs a Montauk chair. I'm just telling you. So this picture is kind of weird. His basement is very cluttered. He seems to have a lot of yeah, furniture. Hoarder. I'm going to give you another angle here. Oh, he's a hoarder. Yeah. So he says he's in the middle of renovating this place, but how? Because there's so much stuff in it. He's got a nice big TV, though. And there's a fireplace at one end of this. This is the basement. So he's between those two bookcases sitting in his favorite chair reading. All right. Not creepy at all. That's a weird place. It it, it really is. It is. I feel it's, like he could have decorated a little he, better. Now. Yeah, he looks like he lives there. Yeah, he does. like if he had an apartment, that's how it's set up. Well, it's is he living TV down there down because there. he's renovating the rest of the place? That's possible. Okay. I really only have one other picture of the upstairs, yeah. so that is possible. That's a good point. Could you imagine trying to get a couch down those stairs? This is a walk-in basement oh, from okay. the outside. Okay. Yes. I was going to say, I've been a part of some of the moves where you put the fat friend on the bottom of that couch, and then the, everybody else just lets go, and I soften the fucking blow. <laughs> so that's Aww. how it gets down the stairs. Yeah. Those stairs don't even look like they're two feet wide. According to Smith's statement, at noon, he is in the basement, and he's reading in his reading chair, which you guys just saw. He says that he hears someone rattling the doorknob upstairs. He sets down his book and listens. He then hears someone checking the basement door to see if it is unlocked. He then sees a shadow peeking in the window and then hears footsteps on the wooden deck outside. At this point, Smith says that he is getting stressed because he's afraid someone is going to break in like it happened before. He waits and hopes that the trespasser will just leave. After a minute... He hears glass breaking as the window is smashed in one of the upstairs bedrooms. And there's a picture. But why is he in the basement, locked in the basement? He's down there hanging out in his chair and he hears somebody breaking like, in trying upstairs. to get but in it, all the doorknobs. You said that he heard jiggling yeah. to see that he was yeah. trying to get into the basement. Yeah. So that bitch locked himself in the basement. Well, no, he's downstairs. No, the basement door is locked. Somebody jiggled upstairs, then jiggled downstairs, then went upstairs and broke the window. Oh, that the doesn't basement. make sense. No, no, yes, it. it does. He, they jiggled the upstairs entrance door, right? And then the downstairs entrance door because but, there's an entry into the basement from underneath, right? But he's in his house with with his gun. Yeah, has a gun with him all the time. Yes, but he's waiting to see if the person actually breaks in or if they go away. Bullshit. There's two things you can do in that situation. You either fire through that fucking door. Or you run outside naked. <laughs> this, no. no. As a matter of fact, neither one of those things no, are good for you. I guarantee I'm gonna you. I'm going to go number two. There's, there's, there's not a single person in this world that is not going to be scared shitless of a naked man running out of Oh, yeah. You're when gonna, they're not expecting You're, you're not going to fight a naked guy. Not, you're not going to fight a naked guy. No. Like, you could go to a bar right now, yeah. pick a fight with the biggest guy you can find. Take all your clothes you off. You get naked, motherfucker Not going to fight you. Yeah. Everybody keep their clothes on. The only on. people that'll fight naked people are cops. Right? <laughs> well, that's because they, have, they to. have to. They know how to do it. They've done it before. <laughs> this dude right. has a lot of books. In the bedroom. Hmm. 
He didn't have pants on. No, <laughs> no, 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 that was a bedroom photo. There was no way nope. that had pants on. Who took the picture at yeah. this point? Yeah. Who took that picture of him? His I'm mother. wondering that With- myself. <laughs> it probably was. Hey, Mom, I need you to take this pic for me. Because that is definitely not a master bedroom right there. No, there's another picture. That's from the outside. And as you can see, the police have labeled it broken window for us. What they circle like a yeah, what is grounding that? rod or yeah, something? Yeah, I don't know what that is. That, I, I wonder if like they it's s- like a bar leaning up or yeah. something yeah. that was used to, to break smash the window. It. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because no one it would be irrelevant. No yeah, one wants to punch true. a window. What's that for the whoever took the photo and circled the stuff? They're like, yeah, this seems well, like, like fuck it. I'll going. I'll circle it and let Steve at the office figure it out. There's a circler guy right there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Steve, you got anything else you need me to circle later? Yeah, but... he's making the list of things to circle later yeah, for yeah. Steve. <laughs> right. When you're done with those photos, when you get them developed at the Walmart's, then I will go ahead and uh, get those <laughs> circled for you. Right. Hey, <laughs> be circling all kinds of things. Smith says that he stays still and quiet in his chair and he hears footsteps above him moving down the hallway, turn, and start down the stairs to the basement. He claims that because he has had guns stolen in the past, he makes a split decision that because he does not know if the intruders are armed, he must shoot to defend himself. Seems reasonable to me. Absolutely. Um, I want to just give you the lay of the land here before we continue on with this story. So here is a sketch of the layout of the basement of Smith's house. He's in the chair. So yeah, he's here. he's yeah. right here. He's he's in this this chair between these bookshelves. And here's somebody coming down the stairs. Coming down these stairs, right? So yeah, there's a whole living room and a fireplace over here. There's that's his rooms and bathroom. Yeah, there's and... yeah the whole bottom part of this house is its own kind of situation, yeah. and then this is the door from outside. It looks okay. like. This guy was living in well, his mom's I mean, if, basement. If you're going to renovate No, it. it's his house. <laughs> yeah. She was living with him. Like, our house is set up in such a way that we could live, and, and, and my grandparents did. They would live downstairs in the winter, yeah. fire up the wood burner. This well, is so much could, like your basement. Yeah. So we could totally live in our basement and renovate upstairs or yeah. whatever yeah, and sure. live out of the mess. It's well, there's nice, nothing yeah. wrong with that you know, as so long as you're actually renovating your house. I agree. I, I, I've, I've hit an age where I'm just going to pay somebody else to renovate my house. Well, yeah. I'm too old for that shit. But I could totally see him being down there all the time for that reason. Sure, sure. Man's yeah. just trying to read a book. He's just trying to read a book and get his <laughs> house fucking worked on. I never figured that Buck would be the sympathetic one. No. I know. Did you? No. No. You give me a basement <laughs> with some guns, I'm good. And a fire. Yeah, I'm good. yeah and a fire. Go. I'm completely and good. So Silence. essentially, he is, this guy is Buck. <laughs> <laughs> well. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys kind of get a feel for how this basement is set up, right? Yeah. Okay. So the intruder rounds the corner, and as he begins down the stairs to the basement, Smith shoots him. He then hears more movement and realizes another intruder is coming down the stairs. He aims and shoots her as well. On the first shot, she tumbled down the stairs, and he walked over to shoot her again, and his gun jammed. He claims that she laughed at him, and he shot her again. After this, he sits back down in his chair for what he says is an hour. Now let me backtrack for just a second. Just before this incident unfolded, when Smith heard the doorknob jiggling, he started his audio recorder. Oh. There's already a lot of no-nos here in self-defense. Now, I know you're wondering who the two intruders 
of Smith's home were. The pair were 17-year-old Nicholas Brady and his cousin, 18-year-old Haley Kiefer. They're adorable. Yeah. So Haley was a swimmer, and according to her classmates and teachers, she was a happy kid that others looked up to. A quote from a Little Falls High School classmate said, Haley was talented and well-liked, and everyone is wondering what she was doing in Smith's basement. Nicholas worked for his father's tree trimming business and also attended Little Falls High School. The pair, however, had their own secrets that few knew about. The pair had allegedly taken to burglaries and breaking and entering. They were even suspected in a few of the previous break-ins of Smith's home. Nick's sister stated that Haley had undergone treatment for substance abuse and that it was possible that she was looking for pills. The day previous to the shooting, Nick and Haley were questioned in a burglary because the red Mitsubishi Eclipse that Nick was driving was spotted in the driveway of the homeowners. That same Mitsubishi was found the day after the shooting parked around the corner from Smith's home. So there is some evidence that these kids, these, this pair, had broken into Smith's home previously and had committed many other burglaries, I guess. So essentially, they jiggle all the doors, mm-hmm. they break a window, mm-hmm. come in, and get shot coming down the steps. Yes. Okay. Buck's not buying it. <laughs> You don't have to be flexible to fit through the hole. Just slippery. Just slippery. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Remember that for later. <laughs> Flexibility actually I mean, hinders you. I think that you're both wrong. I mean, I think you could definitely get in that window. Exactly. Well, I just, but and I've most seen plenty of them home around here. burglaries or robberies in general are teenagers. Remember, by all accounts, all the people that were talked to had good things to say about these kids. Yeah. But she she they did spend look. some time in recovery, right? Like uh, according to her cousin, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Now that we have some more background information on all of the people in this story, let's jump back to Smith sitting in his chair in the basement, having just shot and killed Nick and Haley. Smith waits until the next day to contact anyone about the killings. He claims that he quote didn't want to bother anyone because it was Thanksgiving. His friends say that he was traumatized and didn't know who to call or what to do. The sheriff's department shows up and takes Smith in to be questioned. The account of the shooting earlier that I read you was that of Byron Smith to the investigator that first interviewed him. I will include the link to that interview in our show notes. It's an hour and a half long, so I'm not going to include it in this recording. But you should definitely listen to it. I am going to let you guys hear with me. I am going to give you a snippet of it um, now just so that you can kind of get a feel for Smith. Sure, this guy's going to creep me out. the dude, seriously, he sat down for an hour. Yeah. Well, not only that, but he didn't know who to call that he wouldn't bother on Thanksgiving. (laughs) Right. In 2012, our oldest kid was nine, and he knew how to dial 911. Right. Yeah. Like, there's no excuse for that shit. Yeah. Like. Well, no. Right. No. Well, you you can't get away with home defense or or self defense when 
He probably. You just don't do shit about it, and you no. sit yes. back in your creepy chair between your bookcases. Oh, you're definitely going to get act in trouble. like nothing fucking happened. Yeah, you're definitely going to get in trouble. Right. Well, he yeah, you, didn't but know you who deserve to call it at that because point. Because he works in espionage, and he wanted somebody to cover his ass. Well, then he should have had the FBI come in and clean up the crime scene. And yeah. Then... And he tried or... to call other people, and they were like, "Nah, dude, you're on your own." Right. All right. So we just listened to a little snippet of the police interview with Byron, and I really just wanted you guys to hear kind of like his mannerism, I guess. I thought that he seemed reserved, um, polite, and honestly, I listened to the whole hour and a half, and um, he was really willing to do whatever. He agreed to give DNA, and he agreed willingly to do anything else that the police needed him to do. And when he speaks to him, the further this goes on, he seems like a smart guy. That is what I took from it, hearing the whole thing. But what do you guys think about how he sounded? Alice has got this look on her face like total creeper. This is weird. <laughs> I think he was smart enough. No. He's I'm weird. Just, He's, I mean, he sounds ass. He sounds... A little, but a little he, spurgy to me. Yeah, but you agree with me, right? I mean, he seems kind of. It's cool, calm, and reserved collected. and yeah. polite, uh, yeah. and except he has he has kind of a softer voice. He seems very yeah flat, very calm. controlled. Yeah, a cold fish, you might say. That's what I heard. <laughs> you heard a cold fish. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Eat me, Alice. He's a weirdo, that's for sure. Oh. Also, he called a lawyer, and he's talking to the cops. And the lawyer's not there. That is weird. All right. Now, let me give you the real details of what happened Thanksgiving Day on 2012. It's a roller coaster. I know. You know what happened, actually? Yep. Oh, thank God. I literally wrote in here, it's a roller coaster. I know. (laughs) I thought we were going to have to figure this out. Nope. I could just end it now and you guys will never know. (laughs) I'm all right. Esther knows. Oh, I know. Esther. I know all. Give it to us. I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> all right. Smith had been at his neighbor's house when he spotted Haley driving past his home. He had already suspected her for previous break-ins. The neighbors claimed that he remarked that he needed to go and get ready for her and then returned home. His truck was parked down the road in front of the neighbor's house in order to make it appear like no one was home at his house. He readied his recording device, removed the light bulbs from the ceiling lights, and positioned himself in the basement chair, out of view, essentially lying in wait. Oh, shit. Here is the video of Byron, his security cameras that he has at his house. So there's four different shots of four different angles of Byron's home. So he goes, he parks down the street, knows she's coming. He purposely moves his truck. Right. Mm-hmm. And gets ready with a gun. Yep. If you know she's coming. No, but. You know it's going to happen. But it's not self-defense. Why did the cops not already know who was breaking in his house? He clearly has enough surveillance to get everybody on fucking video. If you plan to ambush someone, but they still have to break into your house before you can shoot them. You've trapped them. How? You didn't let him in. Even if you leave he, the door If he unlocked. knew that they were coming back or suspected, uh, he could have. if he was in the basement and heard the window being broken, he could have gone out underneath of the house, I guess you left, kinda, gone yeah. to a yeah, neighbor, and true. called 911. Yeah, he did true. not. It's, Do they it's, not it's have a castle? I, no yeah. way. Hold on. I, Min- I'll get there. Minnesota, eh? Yeah. I'll yeah. get there. So I want to show you guys the security surveillance video. This is of Byra moving his truck 
purposefully to make it appear as though no one's home. And also of Nick and Haley coming back to the house. We're going to watch this right now. All right, so you guys saw the video. I'm going to walk through this video really quickly, just this little timeline, so that anybody listening that isn't going to watch this video knows what happened. 48 seconds in, he moves his truck. You can see him drive down the street, and he walks back to his house and goes inside. About two minutes in, Nick is seen coming to the house and casing the house, looking in the windows through the basement, and kind of walking around, going upstairs, jiggling doorknobs. He then covers up one of the four cameras that Byron has filming him. You can see him peeking around the garage to see if the truck is there and also as though he's looking for someone. He goes up to the top level, which has a deck, and he's looking through the windows on the deck. And then at about four minutes into this video, Haley comes walking from across the street towards the attached garage. At this point, Nick had already entered the house through the broken window. She seems to be looking for Nick, who is already in the house at this point. They from from this photo, you know, and from the video, they look like decent kids. They really do. With that being said, they look like normal teenagers. They look like normal teenage kids, you know, fresh into their senior year, just out of their senior year, whatever it may be. Yeah. But that's also like every photo that ever gets put on the news from anybody that's that young that has been involved in something like this. Sure. So. I'd be curious, like, like the video version of them does not look like this at all. It does all. not look right, the same, right? right? It looks like the type of people that I see around here that break into houses. Yes, they're all dressed in black. They have hoodies that are all cinched up around yeah. their faces. Although um, I did find it interesting that the video when Haley shows up, she's all dressed in black with her hoodie all cinched up, yet she's carrying a bright orange oh, yeah. handbag. Well, I'd like to point out that. Sometimes when they're addicts, they're kind of, uh, they, they do silly things. I like want something, something really bad, but I don't know what I'm doing quite, but I'm going to do it. Right. Like there's a lot of confusion to yeah. the thought process yeah. of what they're doing. Yeah. I can, I can see You that. can see that from a mile away. Yeah. They do They do look, um, not frantic, but they do look. Uh, not very well planned. Yeah. Yes. They look jittery. It really, it, the video kind of looked like, hey, we're going to go back and rob this house, but they didn't really talk about it first. Right. They I, just kind of did it. Yeah. yeah. And we're winging it. No, the they whole definitely time. did. She only yeah. went to one door. Yeah. Yeah. They knew, she knew, yeah. I just, she it just clearly, didn't seem that very door well was supposed to be open. Well, for that her. means they probably have done this in other places and that's sort of their mo yeah right? they've done it to him before supposedly yeah, multiple yeah. times no, so, apparently enough yeah. to where he knows who they are uh, enough to where he knows that if he sees her in his neighborhood where she's not supposed to yeah. be you know this is like the nasty get off my lawn man but like cranked T- up to 10. a million on revenge yeah you know he's not putting shit in a bag on her front porch no no, no. yeah he went well beyond that yeah. so all right let me give you some more story When Nick broke the window, Smith waited for 12 minutes in the chair. As Nick descended the stairs, Smith shot him. After he rolled to the bottom of the stairs, Smith shot him again in the head. Smith then wrapped Nick in a tarp and drug him into another room. Smith then goes upstairs and is upstairs for about 10 minutes. He then hurriedly goes back to the basement where he reloads the gun and sits back in his chair and waits. A few minutes later, Haley entered the house and called for Nick. As she makes her way down the basement stairs, she is met with gunfire. 
She is wounded and slips down the stairs where Smith attempts to shoot her again, but his gun jams, and he says, oh, sorry about that, and proceeds to shoot her multiple times in the torso and once near her left eye. The gun used was, now this is for you guys, literally you men over there. This is what was written as to what the gun was, and it is a whole lot of words I don't really understand. Um, I can, for Alice and I's sake, this is what it looks like. Oh, it <laughs> looks like a Ruger Red Hawk. Okay, so I'm going to give you a description. Des- action for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give you a description. The gun used was a high standard double nine convertible 22 caliber single action revolver. <laughs> it's a lot of words, right? No, it's like a... It's a pretty cheap gun. Let's just say that. I have one. (laughs) You got one too. Well, like the cheaper they are, the more words they have. I don't get it. That's that's what they do to trick you into buying. (laughs) (laughs) Their faces right now are so smug. I know. Because like people that have no idea what that is go to all their buddies at the gun range for the like the first time. I just bought a high standard double nine convertible twenty two caliber single action revolver. (laughs) It's too many words. They're oh, cheap. I love it. It, cheap. Was, it was cheap, but and I, I they really, go bang. Well, no, but the first mistake in this guy's self-defense claim of anything, yes, is that he used a fucking twenty-two. Yeah, that's like, weird. That's not your home defense gun. I mean, really, any gun it's, you can defend. I mean, I would say that's probably I'm, a Magnum, so that's a little more reasonable for self-defense. I would just call that a revolver. I don't need the rest of the but words. But it's a single action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, twenty-two. You are not. You are not going to use that in a gunfight. Well, I mean... One of the biggest issues here, and this is why this reload jam stuff Mm -hmm. is more sick, because to reload a single-action Colt-style revolver, which is what this is, you have to take the old bullet out one at a time out of the cylinder and put another one in. You've all seen it in the movies when they got the cowboy has to reload. They're like, cover me, and it takes them like 30 seconds (laughs) to reload six bullets. Right. Well, and if this guy is the kind of sicko that he seems to be, he probably spent, oh, sorry about that. And he spent five minutes doing it. Well, so he's no. like, she yeah, she's half alive. While he's... No, because well, no, he's he... using a 22 but indoor. But then he went upstairs, unlocked the door, and she probably walked right in because she knew that that door yeah. was well, supposed he... to be unlocked yeah. for her. Yeah, he was so upstairs. He, upstairs. he was upstairs for it. 10 minutes. Yeah. And I can only assume that he watched her walk across the street. Yeah, he's got surveillance going yeah, on. Yeah, but she wouldn't have heard. I mean, the neighbors wouldn't no, have heard no one would a twenty-two that. gunshot no. in the house. So, I mean, that might have been well, why he was using it. Yeah, that's true. It's not going to be that loud. No. Yeah. So that's the gun he used. Um, he then drags Haley to the other room and tosses her body on top of Nick's, where Smith shoots her one last time under the chin. I am now going to play the audio of the shooting. And the condensed audio of what happened in the 40 minutes afterwards. If you want to skip this part, please do. You can skip ahead about 13 minutes and you'll be past the audio. Um, and I'm going to play that for you guys now. Bruce, uh, stop by tomorrow morning. No rush, but uh, as soon as convenient. Can you do that? Yeah. Uh... Park to the north, hundred feet, no, hundred yards north of the corner, and walk in from the west. Uh, 
I realize I don't have an appointment, but I would love to see one of the lawyers here. Sorry about that.
cute. I'm sure she thought she was a real pro. No rush, but you know, when it's convenient for you. convenient for you.
received a death threat. I recorded it. This guy really hated these kids. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I don't understand why is, he recorded not only that. Revenge. Not only that, he put holes through every single bit of his defense yeah, by he, doing yeah. any of the shit that he, he did. It's pretty bad. He so. was not smart. This was <laughs> What this was was like super rage-filled revenge. Yeah. Mess.
You messed on yourself. Worse than diarrhea. Worse than spilled <laughs> worse food. Than spilt milk. Every time he said it's worse than spilled food, I was like, obviously. Oh my this goodness. This is a mixture of his fantasy that he's been building in his head before oh. this ambush ever happened. A yeah. revenge fantasy. Like he's been yeah. sitting in this basement stewing for at least six months, if not longer, about oh, yeah. how he's going to get these kids because he, he already knows who they are. They've but already think, broken in on him. I think before he even knew who they were, he was already playing, yeah. how am I going to get these sons of bitches yeah, back? And, before and he knew who those people were. Yeah. Right. He had established some kind of pattern with them because the fact that he knew like what to do to get them to come in right. means that he knows about yeah. them. So really yeah. quickly, before we continue our conversation, which we will in a second, for anyone who... Um, skipped past listening to the audio. I just want to read a few of his statements so they know what we're talking about. You hear him actually shoot at the two kids. And then there's like 40 minutes of him sitting in a chair talking to himself, really. And some of the things he says is, I am not a bleeding heart liberal. I felt like I was cleaning up a mess, not like spilled food. Not like vomit, not even like, not even like diarrhea, the worst mess possible. And I was stuck with it in some tiny little respect. I was doing my civic duty. If the law enforcement system couldn't handle it, I had to do it. I had to do it. The law system couldn't handle her and it fell into my lap and she dropped her problem in my lap. And she threw her own problem in my face, and I had to clean it up. So it's like he really knows who she is, who it, they it, are. It really seems like he does. And it's on I like bet he, he knew who they were. I think like he exactly does. Obsessed with her, yeah. not him. Yeah, yeah. not both or of them. Both. Just no. Yeah, yeah. He, I think he was nothing. more obsessed with he might have what she was doing. Definitely yeah. her. Yes, because, more so than what he was doing. Because yeah. even in the audio, after he shot her, he was really crude. With her, I mean, he called her nasty names. He, you know, she got the excess of bullets. I mean. And it was all her problem, her mess. Right. And he never once mentioned him or Nick in his, you know, 40-minute rambling as he sat there. Yeah, but I I do think this was like, it wasn't rehearsal. I think this was his, he had this story in his head of what he thought was going to happen before it happened. Then he did it. And then some part of him had to be like, oh, fuck, I really fucked up. But then he had to justify it right? Yeah. with like his he story still... he'd been telling himself. It, it does right. sound like he's justifying it to yeah. himself, yes. yeah. but also rehearsing for when he goes in front yes. of whoever. Well, yeah, next. the best way to tell a lie is to believe it. Right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. I think we have all done that at one point or not. I know that if I'm going somewhere, if it's to like an interview or let's just say something like that, I kind of rehearse what I'm yeah, going to we say in the car. About how we all do that and it never works at all. Yeah, no, you get there and <laughs> it's gone. Exactly, but so I I I kind of hear just a rehearsing. I do hear it's it was a, a justification. Ideation. I think it's like a fan. What it is is it's a fantasy that he's built over time. He planned this whole thing out, and then he had this idea in his head how it was going to be after it was done. Yeah, I think he got broken and, into twice and was like, "I'm going to sit in the basement yeah. with a gun." Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would be pissed, too, if my house was broken into six times and and nobody was caught yet. I'd be a little bit pissed off, but I would run after them naked. 
What <laughs> 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 scare Or if you would have just walked outside after he took that photo with the records, nobody's coming to your house. No. <laughs> yes. I tell you what, you 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 go out and mow the lawn one time in the summer naked. Nobody will fucking talk right. to you. <laughs> Never again. Except and for the stadiums. You'll get arrested. <laughs> right. I mean, you'll get arrested, but you'll get arrested. You'll get a slap on the wrist. You'll be back out. Nobody will come to That's your house because they won't see that Everyone shit will again. Leave you no. Yeah. I mean, he he did plan it. That's all. And, right. And so I I wanted to give you the the first account from him, what he told the investigators, so that you had a very clear separation of him claiming that he was defending himself because that was his well, story. Of course you're going to do that. Right, right. So and if that were the case, I could put myself in his shoes and say, "Absolutely, I'm tired of being broken into. You know, if these people are going to break into my house, I'm going to have a gun. I don't want to get shot." And that would make sense to me, but all of the other stuff he did put him well over the edge let's, of oh, yeah. self-defense. Yeah. Well, he should have yeah. Macaulay Culkin did. Yeah. Oh. Or they came in the window. He could have just put glass Christmas ornaments under that window. I'm saying. The vigilante stream of some of the older people I knew that owned properties was a little brighter yeah. than it is now because the crime rate's like way lower than it was then, right. I think. I think anyway. Yeah. So, it has gone down. Yeah. Yeah. So I do have a couple more pictures for you guys here. And these are of um, after the shootings. And it was the mess had been cleaned up in these. But they are police photos of bullet trajectories and stuff like that. So here is the basement. And this is Byron's chair again between the bookcase. So you can see this is all open right here. So oh, he, yeah, had, gonna, he just had a good. The perfect ambush spot. Yeah, you're going to get a clear shot at their torso before their head clears that ceiling. Right. Or, I mean, he may have... I don't think he sat in the chair and shot him. He obviously no, got he up. he was just right around the corner of the stairs. Yeah, and you can shoot yeah. up and at them. Oh, yeah. Right. So there's a better angle. Yeah, so I think he got up out of that chair and then was kind of in front of them, you know, because they, they both fell down the steps after they were shot. So he obviously got up and walked over to them, and then some of those shots may have gone off into that other Yeah, area. if you're going to murder somebody, you don't want to be, like, right where they can see you. Yeah, it was it was definitely well beyond what the kids deserved. Was it shitty of them? Yeah. It's not... They should not have been there. They should have not been doing that, but in the same stroke, well, they didn't deserve to... Die like they, that, I you think know? this is why it's so hairy because it's like it if you're hairy. breaking into other people's houses, this is what I think about myself. Like I'm kind of expecting to get shot at if I break into people's houses. Agreed. Right. Don't Agreed. get me wrong. If somebody breaks into my yeah. house, I'm not the only one holding a gun. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not the only one laying down rounds. Yeah, but right. like, I know same, that. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, if I know you're coming, I don't know if I'm gonna murder you. I'm no. probably gonna like Oh, yeah. If I know you're coming, I'm coming at you naked. <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah naked all the yeah. way. I'm going to hit you in the face. No. Well, even dick. if you do Buck's shoot, coming with you a different shoot kind of weapon. the air and you say, get the hell out of my house, yeah. I will have to defend myself. I mean, that's, anytime you have to call 911 and said. you want them there fast, someone broke into my house, I have a gun in my hand, and I'm just, you know, I, I can't get out, so yeah. get here quickly. I'm trapped. Well, yeah. it's, you know, the right thing to do is you know they're coming go out on the front door with a shotgun and go don't ever come back here again i mean wow, you, you can throw just... a bird shot in that thing two, two well, rounds in the air and you'll yeah. never yeah. see those kids again yeah exactly. or even you know if he wanted to you know teach him a lesson 
he could have moved his truck like he did There's and no, then yeah. and then as soon as the kids started peeking in the windows he could have just flung his front door open and screamed at him i mean he still could have had a gun on his hip but he could have just scared the kid to death right. paintball the you fuck know? out of those kids you yeah, know there's a lot of things to do but i don't think killing them no, no, not not in that manner. Trapping especially. them in, you know, it was a trap. Getting the yeah, it he was did a trap. Set up a trap <laughs> for yeah, sure. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was definitely a trap. It was definitely baited with, yeah, you know, him knowing they were coming. Yep, home a lot of times when my car is not there. Right, like my car doesn't have to be at home for me to be there. That's true. You don't assume that I'm not home because my car isn't there. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being in your house ever. No, no. <laughs> well, like, no. No. Not at all. So them assuming that they could enter because he right. was not I there think, is what was wrong. <laughs> I think the the problem lies in that he let it progress beyond to the point where they did break in. Had, again, they just been peeking in his windows and jiggling his door handles and he run out and scared them half to death because then they would be unsure if they should break in if there's a car there or not because there may, like Alice said, be somebody inside without a vehicle there. So he could have just... Scared or him off the like damn that. Use, yeah. use some sort of deterrent first. Yes. I mean, obviously he knew sh- who she was. Yes. So you know who yeah. she is. You see the car go by all the time. It's 2012. Google was around. Yeah. yeah. He's is. seen Home Alone. But, but no, but like, <laughs> Google, like, seriously. Google was still around. You could Google that license plate and yeah. probably come up with their address pretty yeah. quick and go over and be like, listen, lady. To their parents. You're not doing or, this shit yeah. anymore. I mean, next time you come over, it's going to be ugly. And that would probably, a 17 and 18 year old kid, that would be enough to scare the living or, shit out of them. Or that. not. Or if they live at home. Nothing scares an 18 year old kid. Or if they live at home, why would he not have called the parents, gone over there, said, listen. Well, that doesn't mean their parents But even then, you can talk to the cops and be like, hey, here's the license plate. Here's the video of them breaking in the last six fucking times they did it. Right. Here's where they live. I'll meet you there. I'll fill out whatever form you want. Arrest their ass. So he did. He he cooperated with the police a lot. Um, He had, there was like a file open on them, I guess. He would communicate with one detective specifically. uh, I think that I read, if I remember correctly, when they found the red Mitsubishi around the corner from Smith's house the day after, um, they checked in the car and i believe they found some items from the previous day's burglary where they had been suspected so they definitely were doing this you know it was just taking much too well, long to too his long liking because they to, kept to... hitting him okay so we're going to talk about the castle doctrine under which minnesota law gives homeowners the right to protect themselves and their property but they don't have the right to execute an intruder once the threat is neutralized. The initial shooting would have most likely been justified under Minnesota's law, and Nick and Haley would have no longer been considered a threat once wounded. As long as they weren't armed. Right, exactly. And that is kind of what he's claiming, is that he had had guns stolen, so he didn't know if they had his guns. Yeah, but when you shoot him in the head after they're already yes. on the ground, yeah. that's kind of an execution. That's yes. way past. Yeah. Well, with, with that being said, if somebody breaks in, I'm not shooting once and going, oh, well, fuck, threat's yeah, you're neutralized, like, you're-, you're down, fuck that shit. I am shooting as many as I can, as fast as I can, because there's a threat. 
Not because I'm going to hit it once, see if it's neutralized. And when you notice it's right. a 17-year-old girl, you will stop immediately. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying <laughs> is, is right. the, you're talking seconds. And in seconds, I can drop 19 rounds out of my knife. Sure. Well, yeah. In seconds. So by the time I realize that that shadow is no longer a threat... There's 19 fucking holes in you. Yeah, but if you walk up to it and shoot it in the head afterwards, that's where you get. Yes. Well, no, I already shot all 19 rounds. I'm fucking out. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like you had mentioned, Buck, uh, when we were listening, he he apparently had a tarp that he put put Nick on. And yeah, drug so him at some into point he, he rolled him onto a tarp and drug him so out of the way. I, I feel like certainly premeditated. Yeah, didn't want her oh, this was definitely premeditated. He didn't yeah. want her to get away. He didn't want her to see the trap. To him. Yeah. Okay, so. But under the law of their castle doctrine. Depends on which one it is, too. That only makes sense if you're going to fire one round and then check on them. Right. If there's still a threat, fire another round. Check on them again. Because here's the thing. If you if you shoot around at someone and they have a gun and they're now on the ground, they can still shoot at you. Exactly. That's oh, yeah, the problem. That's All right, guys. So this question I think is pretty obvious. But so do you guys think that this was a case of overkill? Oh, absolutely. No shit. Yeah, for sure. Overkill. Okay. So because of the audio and the camera footage of the killings um, seemed planned out, and therefore Smith was charged with two counts of second-degree murder. Good. Later, in April of 2013, he was indicted on two counts of first-degree murder, and his bail was set at $50,000, which I just don't think is enough. No. No, no, no. No. But is it, was that what he had, to, the 10% I don't or think the real so. bail? I don't think so. That's what I was going to ask because 10% of 50000 is not million. enough. So, well, it said his bail was set at $50,000. Yeah. yeah, so his 10% was 5 Gs. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And uh, which he did post. And, oh, shit. Yeah, they, I guess they thought he was in a flight risk. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, he's lived in his mom's basement his whole goddamn life. Of course, <laughs> but he's not a flight risk. But he also works espionage for right. the embassy yeah. he, oh, he knows sure. how he's to not retire. very good i have yeah. a feeling he was just like like you said a pencil pusher jockey oh yeah he was right he's right he's like working the mailroom of the espionage department yeah. i was gonna say how did he not get more chicks going oh i uh i work with stopping i can tell you why he didn't get espionage. chicks does that work for you esther when is you, like that a thing i mean I don't when know. you talk Somebody to yourself to me. <laughs> that's right and that's what won you over. Oh, that, yeah. That is exactly how he hooked me. Yep. This guy, you listen to him talking to himself. He's It clearly he's nuts, does it man. on a daily basis. That's why he doesn't have any it's girlfriends. It's nutty. Oh, that's why. He's probably been doing this forever. Oh. He's. I'm telling you, he's like Milton from Office Space. Yeah. It's... You look at all the books that he's got down there. Yeah. The way he's got them displayed. He spent a lot of time by himself. He spent Lots. a lot of time by himself. Hey, my books are organized. I know, but, you don't but have these are. gazillions of them. There's got to be 500 books. Boxing you into there. a chair. <laughs> not one of those books is how to buy a decent fucking firearm, how to not own uh, 50 hideous recliners. Actually, I'd put both of those recliners in my house right now. (laughs) All right. So Joseph Daly, a Hamlin law professor, had this to say about the incident. In some states, somebody breaks into your home and you are allowed to shoot them dead. Period. Other states, such as Florida, have a stand-your-ground law. 
But Minnesota has what's known as a reasonable person doctrine. It comes down to what would a reasonable person see in the situation for Mr. Smith? There's no way a reasonable person would look at any bit of this and go, no, that's not murder. Right. There might be one other grumpy old man living on that street. Oh, that's I like, know yep, plenty of, fucking yeah. got him. All right. I know but, plenty of grumpy old men that would be like, oh, yeah, he, he should have done that. But right. they'd never do it themselves. Or record it, both video and audio. Right. And use a twenty-two single action revolver. <laughs> That's Wait. what Buck's hung up on is the caliber. Oh, that fucking pisses me off. So <laughs> I'm many hung up on ways. how many words it took to describe that gun. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that either. No. Let's move on to Smith's trial. Uh, his trial commenced on April twenty-first, twenty fourteen, in Morrison County. It lasted for eight days. And on April 29th, 2014, he was found guilty on two counts of first-degree murder with premeditation uh, and two counts of second-degree murder. The jurors deliberated for only three hours and when asked said that the audio recordings were the biggest influence on how they decided. He was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. So obviously, I, I was going to say that earlier. I just don't understand why he, like, what is in your brain to be like, oh, I hear someone breaking in, let me just record this, even though you have an ambush planned. Like, you're not going to, like, that's not going to help your defense, you right, know? Right, exactly. It's a fantasy. It makes it really hard. off the cameras right. and recorder All if right. you wanted right. to. Well, and my question is, is this, this is kind of sick, like, and I just thought of this, and I have been digging through this stuff for a while. What if he recorded it? Who's to say that he didn't rewind it and listen to it a few times? You know what I mean? I mean, that's really messed up. But what well, he had till tomorrow, like the or, next morning, right? What do you think right. the inside of his head sounded He's like? He's in jail now, and they have internet access. He could yeah. listen to this shit every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I found all of this on, like, YouTube. Well, yeah. I guarantee you he's sitting there thinking he was completely the same thing. It was justified. justified. Yeah, he thinks it's justified. Yeah. I have a really dumb question. Sure. Why first and second degree? Why was he do crimes? I think, well, I think it has something to do with the premeditation end of it. Yeah. And then the actual murder degree. end of it. And then the actual yeah. murder, yeah. So when they, when they hit you with both, you're doing more time. Probably just so they could slap so him with as much time as With as, as much time could. as possible. So like if I shoot you, it's second degree murder. If I planned on shooting you first, now it's both because I did murder you. Well, we have that on audio. <laughs> just a scenario. Oh, I should have <laughs> just told- a scenario. <laughs> yeah. Just a scenario. Hometown proud. Either- Asking for a friend. <laughs> Asking for a friend. Either edit all that out or nope. Nope. <laughs> or change these words slightly. Nope. Leave it. I mean, that the in. one thing is, had he not had the audio no. and had the not the tarps, yeah, it is, there's just so much there's, he did. There's two. He shot them too many times. Yeah, they weren't armed. You know, like if they found guns with the kids and he had shot him that many times and you could assume there was some kind of gunfight and there was a real threat, but they didn't even have any weapons. Well, that's like the tough well, part about their castle doctrine is once they fall down your stairs, stairs you can't shooting. shoot them. Right. Yeah, even if they pretty, have a gun. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't get that. That at doesn't all. make sense to me. Yeah. So um, one of the 12 jurors went on went as far as to say 
The audio recording of the actual killings and the audio recording of Mr. Smith's interview immediately after his arrest pretty much convinced me that we were dealing with a deranged individual. Do you guys agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, he seems normal to me. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, because if he's mentally he not stable. Like <laughs> yes. So let me play devil's advocate here. Could you see an argument for he had just been pushed past his breaking point and in those few hours, like, he just lost it? No. And then after it was over, he he was obviously either... Well, he was clearly past his breaking well, point. Yeah. So his breaking point was awfully low. It was... <laughs> And the point at which he broke, it was not in a way that he could bounce I, back I would from. say he's been past his breaking point for a long time. Right. right. It didn't just happen that no. day. So he did appeal. After he was convicted and sentenced, Smith appealed, but this first attempt failed. In November of 2018, his attorneys filed a federal appeal. This stated that a brief closure of the trial to the public as grounds for Smith's conviction to be overturned. If granted, it would allow Smith a new trial. This was also denied. On November 20th, 2020, Smith again filed a petition in the Supreme Court, which was just denied in March of this year. So this guy's been appealing away up until like present day. That means he has no case now. Yeah. So he's done now. He yeah. went to Supreme Court. Yeah. He's done. He tried three court. times. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, bumped up each time. And so he this one no, was. He's done. I get it. Do the appeals process. There are innocent people that have been put in prison. But this guy's got enough fucking evidence of murder. And he did it to himself. Why feed and house him for the rest of his life? He's got 99 problems and years are all of them. But that's why consecutive life terms exist. Because essentially, you can outlive yes. life yeah. right. and get can. released. Right. Yeah. If you got good genes and you live to be 95 and your sentence only goes until you're 90 because you got put in real young, yeah. I you tell can you what, outlive like if, a life sentence. But you look at most people that have spent most of their life in and out of prison, they don't know. I've well, never met anyone that got out of jail after that. Well, look, what happened, look what happened to Brooks. Yeah. He's institutionalized. Yes. To, you spend that much time, right. then you're you're going to get out and not know. And there's people that have gotten out and they're like, what is this thing? And they're like, it's a car. Yeah. Um. I do have one last side note for you guys. I did find a Facebook page called Byron David Smith, Little Falls, Minnesota is a hero. Oh. Uh, so there is a Facebook page and... um. I mean, look it up if you want. I think it has 500 followers or likes, 500 and something. And it's all people who are rooting for him and hoping he gets out because they think that uh, what he did was justified. Well, I mean, you know, you have to give sympathy to people who've been burglarized. Yes. And, it's and definitely a very, very, very bad crime. I mean, he said... It was ten thousand dollars one time, five thousand dollars another time. That's See, I what thought he was, was just kind of thrown around. Yeah, that's, I'm he's sure just he mumbling. probably was, but uh, in, still, in the, that's a lot of money. Yeah, in the report I read, it was thousands. Right. So, right. I mean, that could be two thousand. That could be ten thousand. Or ninety nine thousand. Sure. Ninety nine thousand. One for every year. Yeah. So. I personally can see this case in two ways. Uh, I believe that Nick and Haley were definitely doing something they should not have been and committing a crime. 
But, and this is a big but, Byron Smith went too far. It seems to me that he knew who they were and they'd been coming and he should have just called the police, went to the neighbor's house and had footage proof of them breaking in. That's pretty much... I think sums up what we all. Yeah, once yeah. When, once yeah. you know who it is, yeah. even I don't mean you know him like personally, but once you know them, you've he knows he clearly yes. knew her. They're not a stranger. It's not self defense anymore in that, unless they really are like attacking you. I'd say bottom right. line is if you know they're coming, it's not self defense. Why could you not have like set a trap with the police? I don't know if this is legal, but why couldn't she you didn't have time? To why do couldn't that? you have said, "Hey, I saw her case in my house." I'm going to go park my car around the corner. Can you guys, you know, park way down the road, like hide, you know, in a different neighborhood? Yeah. Can you get three doors down? And when I see them break in on the yeah, cameras. Yeah. When you guys see them coming, I'll, I'll let you know. And you guys can just run in on them. Yeah. No, the cops aren't going to do that. shit all the time. <laughs> they wouldn't come for you, though, and help you. They're like, ah, Well, whatever. that's what I mean. They, they wouldn't comply with your trap that you've no. set. Right. But, I mean, even then, like, you get the cops at a neighboring's house, and, and at least if they pull up, say he's down in the basement and he makes a noise and Nick takes off running, yeah, the cops are going to see him bolting back out of the house. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You got enough. I don't know right. how practical any of that is. I know. Or... Tackle his ass fucking naked. You run naked. <laughs> you run after you him run naked. naked. Yes. You both get a free <laughs> ride to jail, but you're getting a misdemeanor, and you had a lot more fun doing it. Yeah. You know what that makes me want to say? Huh. What the hell happened? I feel we have solved nothing here. <laughs> uh, we have solved zero, but we did get a really good Thanksgiving debate in. Did we? Uh, <laughs> have, a, have a happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Well, we're not done yet. I have a palate cleanser for us. Oh. Uh, now that we did or maybe did not figure out what the hell happened. We did not figure out what the hell happened. We are going to do some Thanksgiving trivia. The prize, you may wonder... We nope, get, didn't wonder that. If you win, you get to stop recording. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? You have my attention. Uh-huh. My throat hurts. <laughs> no water for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to keep track of who, who gets them right, and uh, we'll see who wins. And like I said, you, you win nothing, pretty much. <laughs> You're going to love this. Okay. <laughs> you guys ready? Who was the first president to pardon a turkey? To pardon a turkey? Yeah. Grover Cleveland. Turkeys get pardoned every year. Lyndon B. Johnson. No, you're just going to start naming them all? Yeah, until you say yes. Lincoln. No, <laughs> no. I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go with Reagan. Nope, you're all wrong. The answer is John F. Oh, uh, I'm so close. Way later than What a I publicity stunt. Uh, when was the first Thanksgiving football game? <laughs> Right after the turkey was pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> um, 1964. 19. 1984. Nope. 1924. 30. Nope. 18. I didn't even get a guess. I'm sorry. I was totally wrong. I was, started with you 19. Just, you should have just said that's what I was going to You know, they didn't have TV in 1871, right? 1876. That doesn't they mean that. They didn't have any TV then either. It didn't say televised things. Well, who the fuck watched it? there <laughs> the pardon oh, turkeys yeah, they all, all, all one of them three weeks after thanksgiving comes dad and jimmy get the mail and he goes hey we get to, 
we get to read about what happened at the Thanksgiving game. Yeah. And then in the fourth quarter with 15 minutes left, the red it's team kicked well. the ball to the blue team. Yay. Oh, gee, Dad, but, but that yeah. sounds exciting. <laughs> God. Oh. Uh, all right, next one. Which president refused to celebrate Thanksgiving as a national holiday? Barack Obama. Mm, no. <laughs> Say that again. What the question? Joe Biden. <laughs> what was the question? Maybe. <laughs> uh, which president refused to celebrate Thanksgiving as a national holiday? I, mean, I would definitely say Biden. Donald but, Trump, uh, for sure. I don't know. All way too recent. Thomas Jefferson. Whoa. That's because he was a turkey lover. He was like, nay, nay. He wanted, I he wanted the national bird. This. He wanted the, na- I believe it was him. He wanted the national bird. Well, then you should have known that. Would that would be horrible. No, uh, maybe that wasn't Jefferson. <laughs> I like that might have been Benjamin. Now. All right. How many Americans prefer Thanksgiving leftovers to Thanksgiving dinner? All what, of them. What percentage? <laughs> like I'm going to go, go, go with at least like 80. Okay. I'm going to say. Is this price is right? 62. 80.5. You you went you over. <laughs> oh, you went over. You went over. You were under. Buck, you nailed it. You win 80%. the showcase 80? showdown. 80 exactly. 80. And I got the extra 100 bucks I tried for to getting f- it on the I nail. tried to fuck right. you so hard and then you I know. Won. I know. Hey, later. That's I'll pretty give amazing. Opportunity. We are going to grease him up later. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I'm up Really for. been looking forward to this, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Black Friday is the biggest day of the year. For, also the dumbest day. For what trade profession? Retail. No, trade profession. Oh, Plumbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plumbers. For uh, sure. Unclog all the shit that <laughs> stuck the toilets up. Um, yeah, plumbers. Oh, you know, tow truck drivers probably. If that's a, considered a trade. What's your final answer? I'm going to have to say plumbers. Travel. Typical trade. Okay, he says plumbing. I say tow truck drivers. Okay. I like his answer better. All right, we'll trade. All right, I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh, it is plumber. Oh, I mean, it makes sense. That's a lot of shit. I can't shit. believe I traded with you. I know. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's shitting a lot. Boopy. <laughs> All right, uh, we got two more. What year did Adam Sandler release the Thanksgiving song? 1992, I believe. He knows his Sandler. I would have I'm going to say 97. Uh, yeah, I'd say 96, 97. You know what? Okay. Is that all your final I'll take 96. Answer? She can have 97. 96, 97, 92. 92. And Buck is the winner on the nose again. 1992. He, knows him some, he loves him some Adam Sandler. Mm. Somebody may or may not have sat in their office all day yesterday listening to that. Aww. You cheater! <laughs> no, I mean, it was like a week How ago. How do you cheat? Do do you go forward in time? Hey. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. Did he time travel? He's taken after me. Oh. Yeah, he sees how much fun you have time traveling. Yeah. We'll have to do that together sometime. It's fun. Yeah. Is that why you don't Nick. have fun with us? Because all your fun is had elsewhere in Are time. You? I've already had it. This is like, <laughs> God, come on with it. I know what you're like, going to I know what happens. Got it. Um. So... Are you guys going to time travel together like naked and greased up with paintball guns? <laughs> yeah, Only so. if somebody's trying to break in. All right. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, how much does the heaviest turkey on record weigh? 53 pounds. <laughs> that would be a big turkey. I'm going to say 
31 pounds. I'm going to go. This is Guinness Book, remember. 46. 31 pounds is a big fucking turkey. Oh, it is. Is that all your final answer? Yes. 53 pounds. The answer is. 86 pounds. No way. Yeah. Right. That's not real. Yeah. Does it say what country? No. Did it say what kind of cancer it had? No. Oh, it had to have been. Or how old it was? No. That's definitely a nuclear plant somewhere. It was 3,000 years old. Yeah, that thing probably had like a tumor on its side. Like it was like. Yeah, it didn't say why it was was so (laughs) high. Do you think it was a turkey inside of a turkey inside of a turkey? No, a turkey. Filled with lead. Yes. And that is it. Let me add these up here real quick. I lost. We got zero. You lost. I gave the one I you got lost. away. And Buck got three. Buck got 80% Thanksgiving leftovers preferred. Absolutely. He got biggest day for the trade profession as plumbers. Absolutely. And he got, uh, well, actually. And he got Adam Sandler, 1992. Oh, I fucking know my Sandler. Yeah. I am. Wow. You thought Mr. Lachlan I was going to win. But... Why, why would you think I would know useless information? <laughs> That's my oh. department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to make a better mix of questions next time. It yeah, just out. throw in a little more useless information. Give me the edge up. Okay. So You're like a culture suppository. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's really gross. Oh, I meant repository. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right, guys. You want to say goodbye? Good night. Goodbye. 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 But when the groundhog is coming right at you, (laughs) you got got to neutralize it. it. It's digging a hole under your fucking shed. You shoot the son of a bitch. Right. You're telling the story for a friend? Yeah. (laughs) No, I I was telling the story of what I witnessed or may or may not have witnessed from one of my neighbors. But in case they listen to this podcast, I don't want them... You know, to know that. Don't worry, Buck they won't. Give- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't know that Buck was giving. We're not it sure up. anyone's listening. <laughs> yeah. If if uh, Joel, if you hear that, just go ahead and shoot an email out, and I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll quit telling people about the shit we're doing in the backyard. Right. right? And that email address is wthh.podcast at gmail I'm sure he'll get that. Well, in that case, Joel, we hope you never hear this. <laughs> in that case, Esther, edit this shit out. Yeah. Oh, I'm good Just at call that. him Loish. What? That way no one will catch on. What? It's like a Polish Joel. It's Joel backwards. <laughs> I did not pick up Me on that. Neither. Me neither. I can't get my name right forward most of the time. Oh, my God. Oh, we have deviated so far. Do you have a story that's weird or fascinating? Would you like to have your story read at the end of an episode? If so, please send your story to wthh.podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing your stories. If you'd like more episodes and bonus content, join Patreon to become a member. If you liked our episode, please remember to like, rate, and review. Thank you for listening.